I told you I had you a surprise, sir. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. What is going on? Nothing. I'm giving you the soccer clap, you know, when they walk off the... I like the golf clap. <laughs> Happy New Year, brother. What's going on? Just New Year, new us, new introductions across the board. And I had to start the week off right with my main man, Raphael's introduction. What's going on? I hope you had a great holiday and a great New Year. Oh, you as well, sir. You as well. The kids, uh, the wife and kids are fine, happy, healthy, and we are ready to rock into 2021, brother. Yeah, I mean, 2021 is here. You've already seen some uh, crazy stuff uh, of playoffs. Uh, I'm not even going to mention your football teams. Uh, yeah. That was that was, enough of, uh, that was enough of that. But, uh, I mean, Saturday was pumped. We had some great boxing. We had bowl games. Sunday had some NFL games. Uh, 2021 for me has been uh, has been all right so far. Good, good. I'm I'm right there with you. Now, let's. I, I just want to one question here. Ohio State was had what like plus two sixty, I think, at one time to win uh, it all. No, 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 no. Just oh. to win Saturday or win uh, yeah. Friday. Yeah, okay. big, uh, big game, big win for us. Clemson. I was uh, at some point seven and a half. Uh, then got back that bet bet down to seven before kickoff, but yeah, tons of Clemson money uh, on that one. So that was a, that was a good uh, a good for one. Now, okay, you beat Clemson. Now, welcome to the big boys. Because I'm sorry, even though Clemson's beat Alabama once, Alabama's still Alabama. I agree wholeheartedly. Alabama is Alabama. Now, how much ruffling feathers did you guys hear over there in your neck of the Vegas world? Talking about, you know, Ohio State didn't have enough games and Ohio State didn't play enough games and all that. Or did was it just, screw it, we got money on it now? Yeah, we had money on it. That didn't really bother us. The locker room never really bothers us what people say because we just look at money and money coming in. I mean, playing simple, I'm like, oh, well, look what Justin Fields did. He should be the number one quarterback. I'm sorry. Justin Fields could throw in for 10 touchdown passes and rush for 10 touchdowns against Clemson. But you know what he has on his helmet? O-H-I-O, and you tell me the last time an Ohio State quarterback was an elite, and I'm talking elite in the NFL, so he's going to have that stigma on him. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Uh, so just uh, he'll probably – I think he's risen his stock to surpass the BYU quarterback as a second quarterback to be taken in, a, in the NFL draft. I'm sorry. If you're the number one pick, Jacksonville Jerry, you pick Trevor Lawrence, plain and simple. Yeah, I don't see the first uh, first pick of the draft this year going to anybody else other than uh, Trevor Lawrence. Now, my question to you, sir, does Dabo Sweeney leave Clemson and follow him down the coastline to Jacksonville, or does a former college championship coach make the trip south to Jacksonville and Urban Meyer? I mean, if they give Urban Meyer not only the GM and the coaching spot, then I think Dabble stays at Clemson. But, I mean, it's all going to determine what what Urban Meyer does. I think that's what Jax was looking at right now. If they're going to fork over, what, $12 million, 14 whatever he's asking for, that's a big chunk of change. I mean, and, and I know Florida has the money. They have $100 million in cap space, plus they have a ridiculous amount of draft picks. So they're the creme of the creme of the HUD coaching spots. Uh, right now, so uh, I could see if Urban Meyer. I think before this national championship game goes, I think Jacksonville will know if Urban Meyer is there or not. If he's not, if he declines it, or they're saying, "Hey, we're not paying it," then I think the dabble rumors uh, start 
uh, going flowing. But I think before kickoff Monday, January 11th, I think we'll know what Urban Meyer is doing if he's going to the NFL or if he's staying uh, on TV. All right. Well, being an odds maker as you are, sir, you're a guru of the numbers. I want to hear what your odds are of both Dabo Sweeney and Urban Meyer uh, becoming Jacksonville's coach. If I had to put odds on it now, I think Urban Meyer would be ahead of uh, uh, be ahead of uh, Dabo. Probably, I would probably make Urban Meyer probably like minus one forty, because uh, Dabo really hasn't come out and say, "Hey, you know what? I'll test the waters." Not like Matt Campbell, not like Fitz, uh, the guy from Northwestern, Fitzgerald, uh, or uh, not like them guys uh, that said that. He hasn't really mentioned anything. Uh, so I would say I think the only reason why you're going to hear his name is because his quarterback is going number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be like a, you said earlier, it'd be a great time for him to jump ship into the NFL because Jacksonville is on a complete re- revamp. Uh, it would have his quarterback that he's had for four years. And you could really start to see a change in Jacksonville if that was to happen. Now, granted, we all know that not all college coaches can coach in the NFL and vice versa. But uh, I think Dabo may have it if he does make the uh, make the take the opportunity if it's given to him. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I will be putting up odds of uh, where will Carson Wentz play next year, traded or released. Uh, that'll probably come out tomorrow. So. Uh, well, you might want to put that out tonight because who knows? He might get released or traded tonight. Yeah, uh, Indianapolis Colts will be the favorite. Uh, like then, then the Chicago Bears, Patriots, 49ers, Broncos, Lions. Uh, probably throw in the Washington football team. I'll probably even throw in uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, just because I think Big Ben, he might be out. I might even throw in the New Orleans Saints because you figure Drew Brees is probably out. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of teams that are probably going to put in there that you may think there's no way. But then if you kind of look at the reason why I put their name on there, because uh, there's some, uh, there's a lot of job openings for a QB next year. Yeah, there is. And there's plenty of opportunity for somebody to step up and take a position really quick. Um, let's get in to a little really quick. You think Bama, I got the number at eight on, from my bookie earlier. Is that number sticking? Uh, anywhere between we, we've been flip flopping between seven and a half and eight, pretty much uh, back and forth. We'll get money, we'll move it back, we'll get money, sit back. We're sitting nice on future, so I think that's where we're sitting a little bit high, seven and a half, eight, because uh, we don't want to give all our future money away. Uh, so uh, again, we I'm going to d- discuss this with your show uh, week after week. Make sure you shop lines. I know. I work at my bookie. I know I do lines there. But I also do lines at other places when they steal my stuff. But make sure you shop around. I mean, because I think this game right here, you could see three lines by kickoff. You can see seven, seven and a half, and eight. Because a lot of books are not only going to be adjusting their number coming in, but they're going to be looking at, okay, who do we need in our futures? Who do we need uh, and stuff like that? Because let's face it, these two teams – that are in here were probably a lot of future tickets written on them. I mean, a lot of Midwest people love Ohio State. They were probably just picking the Big Ten team, Ohio State money coming in. Ohio, I said this before, Ohio State fans bet Ohio State. They just don't come. They just don't scream in a sports book, O-H-I-O, and just steal the seats to watch the game. They're going to grab the seats and bet the game. So there's a lot of money that comes in on Cleveland and Ohio State. So I, I it would not shock me that by kickoff we could see three sets of numbers 
across the line. We can see some shops have seven, some shops have seven and a half, some shops have eight. I don't think we're going to see anything lower than seven and anything higher than eight. Okay, so it's going to stay right around the touchdown. Nice game. Let's hope uh, it plays out that good out in the real world that it does in the books then. Yeah, I mean, 70, uh, the total 75, 75 and a half, pending where you, uh, where you look. So that means this game could be four hours long because it could be touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. And overtime after overtime after overtime, potentially. Well, I hope not. I mean, it's, it's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a very, very long day for me on Monday. Uh, you got three hours behind me, sir. It'd be like eight, and I'm still in the third quarter at 11. So right. I'll Take a nap. Now, if I take a nap, I'm never going to get back to sleeping up for Tuesday. So I cannot do that, sir. <laughs> um, so as you, you mentioned right there, it is next Monday. I'm going to guess you're going to be a little too busy for the show. Not a problem. Uh, I, I'm going to see what my media uh, my media obligations are th- for that Monday. I've only had a couple people request, but they're early in the afternoon. But normally Wednesday, Thursday, people start kicking in and wanting to say, "Hey, uh, can you do live?" Last year, I had to do. I was right. I was doing a Fox show right at kickoff. So we'll Fair see. Fair enough. Fair enough. You let me know, sir, so I can All let right. the people know. I will let you know. All right. Now let's talk about a little coaching moves. Um, we know we discussed Dabo, we discussed Urban Meyer. Obviously, in my opinion, Black Monday was meant for the first one was to go, and that is Adam Gase because I've been wondering how the hell he's been able to keep his job in New York as long as he has this year. However, they did show some uh, some interesting concepts at the end of the season when they got a couple wins in. Uh, had nothing to do with coaching, I don't think. I think that was just the player's pride in that. But who is your most – the one that's been let go today on Black Monday, who is your most surprising uh, uh, firing, I should say? I would say Lynn from the Chargers. I thought they would keep him uh, – I thought they would have kept him at least one more year because that's basically he had a deal with a rookie quarterback that played pretty well and he had a lot of injuries uh, the whole season long. I thought that one – that's an interesting job. These are the names you're going to hear for pretty, any job opening. You're going to hear Brian Dable – Joe Brady, Eric Benamy, Josh McDaniels, uh, Fitzgerald, uh, who am I missing? Uh, Lincoln Riley, you're probably going to hear. So those are names you're going to hear for every coaching job. And I think Brian DeBole will probably be the favorite, probably for the Chargers job and probably the Jets job. I'm hearing Eric Benamy is probably going to go to the Falcons. Uh, uh, so that wouldn't shock me if, if that's the case. If not, maybe look for Raheem Morris. Uh, to be the Falcons uh, head coach. But I think it's going to be one of those two. I think Eric Benemy or Morris will be the Falcons head coach. Uh, Chargers and Jets, I think it's going to be wide open. And, and Lions uh, as well. I think, like I said, those names are, I, I mentioned, I uh, would not be shocked if you hear those names all over, the, all over the place for every job opening. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, out of the ones that have been let go either today or prior to the day, like, you know, Bill O'Brien and Dan Quinn and Matt Patricia. Do you see any of these guys moving into another head coaching job? Do you see them moving into a OC or a DC spot? Do you see them going to college or do you see them being done? I, I see all of it. I see OC, DC. I mean, I think I think the coaches that are out there looking, I think you're going to see new names or, like I said, uh, what Matt Rule did in Carolina was was nothing but brilliant. I mean, granted, they finished last, but they were competitive. What we saw off the Dolphins would not be shocked if you just see some new blood and new names 
uh, on the list. So I think these people who got fired maybe jump jump in uh, and find something. I think maybe Marvin Lewis, maybe one of those names you might see get uh, grab a head coaching job. I, I would not be shocked if he's up there with the Lions. Uh, head job, uh, so, so it's going to be really hard. I think people are just going to see new blood uh, coming in into these coaching spots, and I think a lot of these college coaches. I think, like I said, the uh, the Campbell, uh, what other ones? Uh, McDaniel, no, no, sorry, uh, Campbell, Fitzgerald. I think those ones might be interesting. Lincoln Riley, uh, those might be interesting to the ones uh, could steal some spots. Well, and we already saw uh, – I can't remember the guy's name. Alabama's uh, offensive coordinator, I believe, is now – The Texas head coach, yes. Texas. Yeah, so now is he coaching this week? No, he can't coach until uh, until the season's over, I don't think. No, oh, no, I mean, no, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I, I would think so. If they let, if they let uh, uh, the other head coaching or OCs coach the final game and they go off, I, I would think he's coached. I haven't heard anything about it. Wouldn't that be interesting in getting the the feathers ruffled on that one if he didn't coach and Ohio State ends up winning the game? Boy, the people in the Midwest would go apeshit crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, uh, everyone knows my – I don't want to say dislike of Ohio State. I just dislike them because they were obnoxious to me all 14 years I worked in the sports books every college football Saturday because it was their games are always early in the morning. It's probably why the biggest why I dislike them. But I'd probably cheer for them. I would like to see New Blood win the national championship, uh, so I wouldn't mind that. Are they really New Blood to the playoffs and the championship? I mean, they haven't <laughs> won the championship, but, I mean, they're always there. They're, but you know what? Alabama, SEC, uh, so I, I'm always, I always root against the SEC, so. I wholeheartedly agree with you there, sir. But it does hurt me to root for Ohio State just because of the rivalry, I guess, here in the Midwest with Notre Dame and Ohio State. Nothing compared to the school up north and the school in Ohio's rivalry. Yeah, I I, I agree. Another name I look out look look out for maybe Byron Leftwich. Uh, his name may be out there for uh, for a head coaching job. So. Uh, it's going to be very interesting uh, for head coach, and I still think maybe the Bears might be looking one if maybe they, they get rid of get rid of Matt Nagy. Mm. Do you see that? I, 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 something has something has to happen there in Chicago. I mean, you have a small window. You have that defense pretty much locked up for two to three years. You have a very small window to win. Is Nagy that answer? You definitely maybe Dan Quinn. Maybe a defensive-minded coach could do it. I think you need an – if you keep Nagy, you need an offensive-minded OC in there. You need a guy that could put coach in and maybe look at another quarterback. That's why I think Carson Wentz and the Bears, I think, makes uh, some sense. You, you, you figure he's going to have a chip on his shoulder. I did hear a little rumbling about that last week with uh, possibly returning uh, – the return of Big Nick – Foles to Philly and trading him uh, Wentz to Chicago. I don't know. That'd be Trubisky. Obviously, is not a starting quarterback because he didn't want to. He didn't want to win that that position. I mean, he no. keeps his job if he if he goes on the road and beats the Saints in the playoff game. I think we'll see if that can happen. I don't. I don't think that. And we're gonna get to that. That's a great segue, sir. Look at that segue. That was nice. We're gonna get to that right now with Doc Sports Picks of the Week right here. Text BW Sports to 29022 and get that $60 free account over at Doc Sports Picks 
with this man right here, I got to figure out which way I was pointing. This man right here, Rafael Esparza, that's where he's at. You can catch all his picks and all his buddies' picks over there. All right, NFL playoffs. Here we are. Here we go. First game of the weekend, sir. We have oh, – I had it right there. Not There it is. Okay. Colts. At Bills, and Bills are sitting as of this morning when I did this, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, I mean, uh, right now they're seven. So uh, the, the public is betting on Buffalo. I think they're going to continue to bet Buffalo uh, on this game. So it's going to be very interesting. I mean, both teams have been playing some uh, decent football. I mean, the Colts uh, are coming in 11-5. and five. I didn't think they would win double-digit wins. But uh, – they're playing, I believe, the best team right now in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills, who are not only 13-3, and three, who are not only 9-1 in their last 10 games, and who are not only 8-2 and two against the spread in their last 10 games, but they're just red hot. And now you're going to their backyard where we could see some weather. I haven't seen the weather reports uh, yet, what's it going to be in Buffalo, but... Indy's not a not an outdoor team. I mean, they play in a nice seventy degree dome. Uh, Old Man Rivers uh, aches and pains could could cause up if it's cold in Buffalo. I'm you just can't you just can't bet against Buffalo. And I'm just a little shocked at how low this total is. The total is fifty two. Buffalo could put up fifty two themselves. Yeah, we I just mean, saw that. Yeah, they're, they're the highest they're the highest scoring team in the NFL. Uh, it's just hard to bet against uh, either bet Buffalo or don't bet the game at all. That's that's my uh, that's my analogy on that one. I'm gonna have to agree with you on that, sir, because I do not see. Unfortunately, Indianapolis fans, I don't see the Buffalo Bills losing this game, and I'm gonna say that that could be potentially be the AFC um, champions. So I agree. I mean, I wouldn't want to face them uh, nope. in the playoffs. Nope, I agree wholeheartedly. They are the most dangerous team in the playoffs right now. Rams at Seahawks. We got an NFC West showdown third meeting of these two teams. Seahawks, four-and-a-half-point favorites as of this morning. Is it up to five now? Nope, still four-and-a-half. Uh, this game's going to be interesting. Can the Seahawks win three straight, which I do believe they can. I mean, their defense is playing much better. Uh, you're at home where you always get to figure it's probably going to be drizzling or something's going to be happening in Seattle. It seems like it's raining or drizzle there all the time. So you figure weather will be involved in this one. And, and golf not probably playing in this. So give me Seattle. I mean, like I said, I think they're the better team on paper. I think their defense is playing really good. Even though the Rams' defense, no joke, it's going to be an ugly, low-scoring game. Now do the Seahawks cover? No, I think they win by a field goal. So uh, as of right now, uh, I'll probably look at maybe taking the Rams plus the points because I think this one goes up. It's a 440 game, so you have some time to see what the, what the bets are going to come in on that day. Would not be shocked if this one goes up to maybe five or even higher. So if you're like me, which thinks going to be a really, really close game, I'm looking to play the Rams, So, but I think the Seahawks win. I, I'm in a – it's like a double-edged sword to me. I don't think either one of those teams are consistent enough to do anything past this round, and I think both of them will play have a really good game against each other. I honestly, I can't call this game. It's going to be that close. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting. This was probably going to be one of the better games, I think, uh, on Saturday. Uh, Tampa Bay, Washington. I just, uh, well, I'm, we'll, we'll, we'll hit that one soon. But I think the best game on Saturday is going to be the Rams Seahawks. I agree. Now, as you said, the Bucks head to 
the god awful NFC East at the Washington football team. Bucks, seven and a half point favorites this morning. Has it moved up at all? Yes, it's eight, eight and a half pending. It's probably going to go up to, I would not be shocked, a solid nine, uh, or maybe even see double digits. Because let's face it, Alex Smith, comeback player of the year, uh, should get in front of the line to go to heaven when it's his turn to, to go up there, what he had to deal with uh, with his leg injury. Uh, but I'm sorry, he was not mobile. I mean, he looked like the line by, he looked like he had a bionic man ankle uh, when he was playing. He's not mobile, so you figure Tampa Bay's probably going to try to get him out of the pocket and, and rush him. Uh, Tampa Bay wins this one. Now, covering this one, that's a better. That's an interesting topic. I probably won't mess with this game. It's going to be too high, and I probably won't even mess with this total because I don't know if Ale- if, if uh, we're going to see a lot of points. Let's face it, if Washington stays around, it's going to be because of their defense. Right. Uh, so I'm just going to sit back and enjoy this game. Uh, unless for some odd reason the betting public jumps all over Washington, this number comes down, which I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, just sit back, watch it, maybe, maybe have two scotches. Because uh, there's no good boxing or UFC that night as well, so you just kick back and watch college hoops, uh, NBA, and football. I agree. Yep, I was actually looking at that schedule to see if there's any good fights on this weekend. And as far as the UFC boxing goes, no, they don't. So uh, I might have to find some uh, bare knuckle. I don't. You get into that at all? I have. I mean, we do. I do odds for uh, for bare knuckle, but it's sometimes it's just it's just too overly match people in there i mean one guy's real because let's face it in bare knuckle yeah i've been hit in the face with a boxing glove i've been hit in the face with the ufc glove mm-hmm. getting hit bare knuckle in a fight is totally different so and some fighters who are who have not really maybe tasted a bare knuckle in the chin and stuff like that so your your whole mindset and your whole training goes out the window plain and simple like Tyson says, everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the face. Yeah, and like I said, getting hit in the face with a glove, either it's a UFC glove or a boxing glove, is totally different than bear glove. So. Yep, it is. Thank God I got a good hard head right here, and I knew how to move because this nose has not been broken. Nice. <laughs> All right, now we move to the Sunday game. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Interesting matchup starting off today with the Ravens heading to Tennessee. Three-and-a-half point favorites goes to the Ravens. Is Baltimore still three-and-a-half, or has it moved up or down? It's three-and-a-half, and if you're an AFC fan, Buffalo or Kansas City, you have to pick your poise on this one. Do you really want to mess with Lamar Jackson and his wild offense where they both can run the ball all over the place and he just gets lucky because of his scrambling and throws a touchdown pass? Or do you want – Tannenhill and what you get and what you see is what you get with their running attack and Tannenhill. Uh, it's it's pick your poison. If, if I'm Buffalo, if I'm Kansas City, if I'm Pittsburgh, you're rooting for Tennessee in this game because you know how to prepare for Tennessee. You don't know really how to prepare for for Baltimore. Uh, so I, I think Tennessee wins this one. I'm a little bit shocked that they're a three-and-a-half home dog on this one when you have – Oh, Henry at that running back because, it, let's face it, if Tennessee can get the running attack going and put Lamar Jackson and his offense on the sideline, you ain't going to win if he's watching. Yeah, and he just went over 2,000 yards rushing this year, correct, yesterday? Yes. yes. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one hell of an accomplishment for anybody in the NFL, especially nowadays when it's a pass, a pass-heavy offensive scheme in all of NFL. Shouts out. I mean, congratulations, shout outs go out to Derek Henry. Now, knock the Ravens out like I thought the Ravens were going to get knocked out on yesterday because I thought 
Dolphins were actually going to pop themselves in because I thought Cincinnati would actually pull a win out against Baltimore because there was so much there there were so many holes in their game. Nope, I was wrong. <laughs> One thing about Baltimore, they played really well on the road. They won six out of eight uh, this year on the road. So uh, that's the only thing that scares me. But again. Uh, I, I'm a, I, I like the Steelers, I like Kansas City, and I like Buffalo in the AFC. I have no tickets on the Baltimore Ravens, so uh, I'm looking for Tennessee to win this game. There you go. Second game, we talked about it earlier. Bears head south to Nolens, the Dirty South, playing the Saints. Saints, nine-and-a-half-point favorites. What are you thinking? Uh, I like this. I'm a little bit shocked that this one didn't open up ten. I mean, I know these two teams played each other once already. And I know Alvin Kamara is probably going to play, but how healthy is he going to play? Because he, he can't practice until Sunday because he, until he gets off the COVID list. Uh, so the NFL just pretty much gift-wrapped to the Saints and putting him on a Sunday game, not a Saturday game. But I'm sorry. If this is a, a little bit of a high-scoring game, you're going to try and tell me who you're going to pick, Jabinski or Drew Brees. I'm going to pick Drew Brees at home in that dome. Uh, so I, I like New Orleans. I don't know if I'm going to lay double digits because it's it's going to be 10 by kickoff. Would not be shocked. I don't know if I'm going to lay double digits on this one. Uh, but I think the Saints uh, win this game. I agree. I, I see nothing good happening for the Bears. Their defense, like you said, is pretty damn good. But yeah, they're playing the Saints in New Orleans. It's, they're not going to get out of there alive. No. Uh, Browns at Steelers, the Sunday night game. Steelers are only three-and-a-half-point favorites at home against a team that they literally just played and then play – you know, obviously they're in the division, same division, excuse me, and they play each other twice a year. They just played each other without Big Ben. Obviously the point spread last week was enormous. Now it's flip-flopped back because they got their team back as of now. Yeah, if COVID hits sporadically in Pittsburgh, they're in trouble. However, I think the Browns, honestly, could pull this off just knowing that it is a rivalry and it is a damn good one over the past couple years. It's, you know, over the past several years, it hadn't been the greatest. But Cleveland does have a team now. They can make it, they can do it. I think that the three and a half point spread that I saw this morning um, is pretty right on it. I think I would take three and a half. Uh, I, I would take Pittsburgh with three and a half because I think they can maybe be able to beat them with a field goal. Well, that was this morning. The I'm wise sorry. guys jumped all. The wise guys jumped all over this morning. Steelers are now four and a half point favorites. Okay. So. I don't know uh, if I'm thinking that. <laughs> I still like Pittsburgh. I told myself if Pittsburgh is anywhere six or higher, I'll lay off. If it's six or lower, I'm going to bet Pittsburgh. Because this team, like you said, they just played each other. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh had nobody on defense starting. No Watt, no their secondary, nothing. And they only lost by two points with uh, Mason Rudolph as their quarterback. I'm, right. I'm sorry. I, Cleveland, great story. They're going to be a team to be battling in this division. I'm taking I'm, I'm taking Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh in this game. The home team has covered five out of the last six. The, the Steelers are well-known in playoff games. This is all the Browns' first playoff games. How are they going to be jittery? Uh, what's, the, what's their mindset going to be on here? I'm taking Pittsburgh on this one. I think Pittsburgh advances, uh, and I think they win this game. I don't want to say it easy. I think it's going to be a hard battle, but I, I like Pittsburgh. So they and you're going to say that they're going to cover, right? 
Yeah, as long as this number, I, I would say, in my, in my point of view, if you can get six points or less, I, I take Pittsburgh, I think. Okay, so you heard it here, folks. Anything over six points, do not take it. <laughs> That's yeah. straight from the man right there. Now, real quick, let's talk. We just heard the, the, the news today that the men's division NCAA March Madness Division One will be held in this state. And I'm going to say it right here, Rafael, in 49 other states, it's just a game. This is bas- This is Indiana. This is the state of basketball, sir. I agree. I, I have no – just like I always tell people, I, and it's, you know me to say this, baseball is in St. Louis state. I mean, I'm sorry. The Cardinals – and it's, it, it hurts my stomach to say that no one is a Cup fan. But but I have to tell my Indiana is the basketball state. I mean, plain and simple. So when I saw the news today – I did my soccer clap because hats off. Where if you're gonna pick one state and one state only to uh, to hold March Madness, I would say yeah, pick Indianapolis, pick Indy. Yes, I mean I know Vegas has all the hotel rooms. They have arenas now where you can play it there. That'd have been great, but I'm sorry, no. Go to Indianapolis where the basketball state is there, where you've had multiple multiple Final Fours there and national championship games there. Play it there. I am 100% thrilled that that's the case so I can see Gonzaga finally cut down the nets in my home state of Indiana. Back your, bro- back your bus up, pump your brakes up, however you want to say it. We all know Gonzaga's not winning that tournament, and that's the bottom line because this guy said so. I know it's not, it's not going to happen this year. <laughs> they are on a roll. We all know how good Gonzaga is, but it's not going to happen. Now, well, Division is- 2... I just said mine. Who 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 you have cutting out of that? Then I gotta ask you. Who who do I have? Yeah. Uh. Well, you know, I'd love to say North Carolina, but there is no way in hell that's happening this year. No. Um. I. You know. You're gonna have to stay tuned because uh, I'm getting on with Damon here in a week or so to talk about state of basketball March Madness, and I might make my pick then. I might do my final four right then. You have, to, you have to shoot me a text so I can watch the show and chime on in and laugh and spill my scotch all over my keyboard while you take your picks. Hey, perfectly fine. I'm not picking North Carolina, so you already know that that's not happening. I'm not picking Notre Dame because Notre Dame fell completely off. Um, Division two, I believe, is in Evansville, and Division three tournament is in Fort Wayne, correct? I, I know I know Division Two is in Evansville. I don't know where Division okay. Three is. And the, the, yes, I read it right. Divi- all the, all three divisions are here yes. in the state, and yes. I believe uh, Fort Wayne's hosting Division Three. All three cities are are majestic for basketball. I mean, you yeah. have University of Evansville down south, who beat was it Louisville or Kentucky last year? Uh, Kentucky. Yep. So they beat Kentucky. You know, I think they're the the Purple Aces or the Aces yes. or something down there. Uh, Fort Wayne has always been known for a mecca of sporting events, especially. They need to have the national championship in French Lick. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the only casino in Indiana that they made a a man made pond lake thing to put behind it, so it was legal at that time. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael, thank you as always. It's been fun. Tell everybody where they can find you, sir. 
You can find me on Twitter at VSI Doc Sports. You can find me on Instagram at Rafael Esparza. You can find me on YouTube at Rafael Esparza. You can find me here on Mondays. You can find me at mybookie.ag as I do out those wonderful betting prop bets as you'll be seeing a lot more because you know what is around the corner? Super Bowl, and I'm going to try to have over a 1,000 Super Bowl betting props up this year. Woo! Well, I got to hear this. What's your average then? Last year we did 750, I think. You're going, man, y'all better listen up on this show on Monday nights if you want to bet your ass with Rafael Esparza because he's going to give you the good picks. He's going to give you the good odds. He's going to give you the good picks. He tells you to go look at different books, folks. Listen to the man. He's smart. He wouldn't be in this. Go ahead. Go ahead. We should do a special Super Bowl, like maybe like a Thursday, Friday before Super Bowl. We could do a whole bunch of betting prop bets. I'm so down with that. Because I'll be on my app being like, okay, he said this, he said that. <laughs> <laughs> Rafael, thanks, brother. Hope Take you're ready time like I always do. And we will see you, uh, not next week, but, nope. well, maybe, maybe. Maybe. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know by Wednesday. Sounds good, sir. You have a good week and enjoy the Vegas odds, baby. Take it easy. Have a great week. Peace.